Live from the back alley on the Augustana University campus in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, it's the Midtown Coffee Radio Hour. I'm Dave Holly, and with me is the House Blend, led by Nick Jackson on piano, guitar, and ukulele. Wade Gamar and Marn Engel on lead vocals. Matt Morrison on bass and backup vocals. Tyson Khan on drums. And joining us again, Crystal Peterson on fiddle. Blend. Take it away. Everybody here be drinking that coffee down when you hear that Midtown sound. Someone order me a Midtown brown. Find a hook and nook and stick, stick around. around. It's a place to find common ground while we're smelling them coffee grounds. Shall we talk about common nouns? People, places, things, things profound. profound. Did you know we all world renowned? Well, at least in our own hometown. You'll be leaving this place spellbound. So come on down, y'all, to Midtown. Midtown. shelves up and down even some about a queen and her crown so if you're lost and you're looking to be found our books will help you come, come unbound your grandma Olga special keeps you unwound aunt debbie's brownies might add a few pounds these yummy treats about to be down i'll take two sir i, I ain't, ain't no, no clown wait mine's voice will astound make that crystal tyson out of house blend sound dave's the host and adam runs the sound tina's our idea gal one two at midtown good to be here with all of you fine folks and we are so happy to be here and so happy it's May. <laughs> Thanks be to God we made it through another winter and let's be honest the majority of spring up here in the upper Midwest. <laughs> we are also so excited to welcome back Crystal to our little show. <laughs> Best fiddler in the land and a fine human to boot. <laughs> We are also so lucky to be joined by another super talented friend, Betsy Gorham. Yeah. 
Now, most of you have seen Betsy perform all the biggest hits for altos, or maybe even baritones, in any number of goodnight theater cabarets, but did you know she also has a very fun movie review podcast that she hosts with her husband called Never Seen It? Wendy decided to bring her on to give us some movie recommendations, so welcome, Betsy. Okay, folks, let's get on with our last show of the spring, and boy, is it nice to be back here at the back alley at the Augustana University. I, I had the strangest dream that I was lost in space for our last show. So weird. And it wasn't even 420. Anyway, tonight we are here on Earth and presenting a show called The Grandma Olga Special. Grandma Olga of the Grandma Olga Special was Tina, our idea gal's maternal grandma. In her later years, when she had dementia, she would often reheat the same morning cup of coffee three, four, five times per day, and it was always good enough to keep drinking. Thus, the Grandma Olga Special was born. That microwave rejuvenated coffee from something cold and brown and sad into something warm and brown and happy. And during this time of year, I think we all can relate to that. Also, Grandma Olga was mother to four children, and I would be remiss if I didn't offer up a Midtown Brown toast to mothers of all kinds out there. <laughs> Without you all, we literally wouldn't be here. So cheers. Now let's get this show started with a song about the feelings that can lead to girls and boys becoming mothers and fathers. Here's Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. You better make it soon before you break my heart. Oh, oh, oh. 
Midtown Coffee Radio Hour is presented by the Mother's Day specials currently offered at Midtown Coffee. We've got you covered. Whether you're a pre-mom, the I can't believe I'm a mom, the in the middle of it mom, or the empty nester mom. Pre-mom special is for our pregnant gals out there that want that hit of caffeine but can't handle it. A decaf cafe only will do the trick. For the new I can't believe I'm a mom, moms, treat yourself to a half-calf Augie latte. Just enough to get you to the next nap time. For the moms in the middle of it, go ahead and get that tall cougar cold brew, which has enough caffeine to carry you through elementary school projects, middle school drama, and high school extracurriculars. Before you know it, you'll be the mother hen of an empty roost, and then you can get yourself the luxurious Spellerberg hot cocoa, because if you get sleepy, you don't need caffeine. You get to take a nap. I'll take a Midtown Mother's Day special. It makes you feel right at home. Come on down to Midtown, where the coffee's strong, the nooks are hygge, and the parking is limited. Grandma Olga was born in Rock County, Minnesota, on a farm to Norwegian immigrants, the fifth child of seven. While we dream of living in a place as beautiful and wild as Norway, Olga's dad, Oli, wasn't too keen on the lack of farmland and the constant clouds for months at a time. So he found his way to southern Minnesota. In honor of Oli's motherland, here's Rain Clouds by the Arcadian Wild. Soaking up the pain that keeps pouring down Too much more and I may drown I'm being followed by the night sky It stole away my sight, it seems I have lost my way I need someone to be my guide Listen to my voice Close your frightened eyes Hide behind my love for you This fear's only a choice One that we all must make someday So know you're not alone in this Thank you. 
toxins should stay where they belong. Listen to my voice. Close your frightened eyes. Hide behind my love for you. This fear's only a choice. grew up on one of the many farms in Rock County that only had bought with the gold he found in Alaska during the gold rush. Seriously. <laughs> Next up, we dive into our deep, rich farm soil and take a wild ride into the thoughts and feelings of plants in springtime in a skit we're calling From Bloom to Tomb. <laughs> Ah, the signs of spring are all around us. The songs of birds twittering. The warm mid-afternoon showers. The fresh smell of grass. And even that palpable feeling of depression being lifted from all of us like the evaporation of morning dew. And yet there is no surer sign of spring than those first flowers finding their way up through packed earth. It's the tulips that are the first to arrive and greet the season. Oh, it was so very hot in there. Oof, oh, it feels so good to finally emerge from my bulb. Oh, what's this? <laughs> yes, I believe it's this year's runner-up. <laughs> Did I do it? Am I the first one to bloom? 
Surely I'm the first one. Oh, it's you. Good morning, Stephen. Yes, it certainly is a good morning, isn't it, Martha? It looks like somebody hit the snooze button one too many times, did we? <laughs> oh, Stephen, I've only known you for 14 seconds and I already can't stand you. <laughs> I do hope you'll shut up. After all, we're gonna have to live next to each other for the next one to two weeks. <laughs> one to two weeks for you, maybe. I plan on keeping my petals for at least 16 days. That is if the temperature remains between 45 and 55 degrees Fahrenheit. Again, Stephen. I ask you to please just shut up. Hey, hey guys, can, can you hear me? Help! I seem to be having some trouble getting above ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Is that you, Frank? Yes, it's me. What's going on? Well, you are most certainly stuck underneath a giant landscaping rock. <laughs> Yes, there's no possible way you are going to be able to bloom, you fool. Oh no, somebody's got to help me. I need the sunlight. <laughs> that sounds like a you problem, Frank. Stop wasting our time with your trivial pursuits. Yes, please don't ruin this for me, Frank. The sunlight is hitting my luscious pink petals just so, and it feels divine. I know what you mean, Stephen. I feel so alive out here, something you'll never feel, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> At that very moment, an unwelcome visitor showed up to share a most unwelcome message, albeit a true one. Hello, little tulips. <gasps> Get away from us, you evil weed. Yes, you have no place in this garden, weed. In fact, weed, you have no place in the state of South Dakota. Uh, Martha. Martha, that's the wrong kind of weed. Oh, well, no matter. Away with you. Yes. Oh, I don't think so, sweet tulips. This is my garden now. Oh. Just call me the undertaker because uh -huh. I'm about to choke you out. Ah! What's this? Ah, weeds already? Where's my roundup? Not a sponsor, yet. <laughs> no, no! A dang horrible chemical death! And so will the entire planet and all of humankind if you keep using that poison on our precious earth! Uh, thank goodness weed is gone. He served no purpose. And what's more, he was ugly and he didn't deserve to live. Mm. Now that we can agree on. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, stupid rock, what's going on up there? I feel like I'm missing out. Quiet, Quiet Frank. Frank. <laughs> wow, oh, just look at the way my leaves are glistening in the sunlight, Martha. I'm sorry, <laughs> Stephen, but I can't. I'm too busy making my yellows pop. <laughs> oh, yeah. here comes that human again. Well, look at these two perfect little tulips. I think this yellow one will look nice on our kitchen table. Now, where'd I put those uh, scissors? What? No! I'm too young to be made into household decor! Please! Stephen, do something! Yellow look nice on the table, oh please. Stephen! Here! At least take my seeds and spread them! Spread them! No! Oh. Oh, the agony! Oh. Good riddance, I say. 
The sunlight was wasted on her anyway. <gasps> oh, well, look at you, little bunny. Aren't you the cutest? Oh, no! No! You murderous rabbit! It's time too pretty for this! No! rock, Frank the tulip has bloomed. Flower power! What do you have to say about that, Stephen and Martha? Guys? H hello? But of course, Stephen and Martha were not there to respond to sweet Frank because, well, they were dead. They had lived but a few moments. Even though the weather was indeed between 45 and 55 degrees Fahrenheit and ripe for a long tulip lifespan. The moral of the story, you ask? Pride cometh before the fall. Fall season, that is. Olga loved children. She earned the title of Teacher of the Year and Mother of the Year, was one of the first special education teachers in Minnesota, and had four children of her own. But there must have been times when the lyrics of the next song rang true. Why do all of my favorite people make me mad? So mad. Here's All My Favorite Songs by Weezer.
favorite people and you don't make me mad just to clear that up let's ask another one of our favorite people to join us up on the midtown stage betsy come on up Hello. how are you betsy i'm great how are you if i were any better i'd be twins <laughs> Two of me can go around a long way all right so i am so interested because you are a podcaster now with your husband. It's true. Yes, and, and I'm so intrigued by this. It's a movie review of movies you've not seen? Yes, it's movies that we haven't seen. So uh, one of our very early episodes, I made my husband watch Avatar 12 years too late. <laughs> so it's stuff that we somehow miss the boat, uh, or sometimes we do new movies. It just kind of depends on what we're feeling like. But last week we covered The Batman, and then we watched Weekend at Bernie's. So <laughs> <laughs> I love the, uh, the spread the jab there. Oh, so yeah. what do you have for us tonight then? Oh, well, I have a little bit of a list, but uh, first I just want to uh, say thank you, first of all, to uh, my friends here at Midtown for inviting me on the episode today. Uh, yeah, and I just wanted to say, I'm a movie buff, okay? And there's one of us in every single friend group. We're the one <laughs> that knows all the names of all the actors, and we know all the quotes, and we know all the fun facts about the movie we're watching, even if you didn't want to know, we're gonna tell you. <laughs> Uh, so when they said, hey, do you want to come talk about movies? Yes, I do, because <laughs> there is nothing we love more than talking about movies. We started Never Seen It because I wanted an excuse to watch more movies <laughs> and talk about more movies. <laughs> uh, but today, I've narrowed it down. So yesterday, uh, the thing that was going around, it was May 4th, so it was Star Wars Day. Uh, but I was celebrating a slightly different holiday. It is the anniversary of the birth of one of my favorite actresses, Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> so I just think she is a fascinating person. There was uh, a, not just a talented actress, mind you. She started off as a ballerina if you didn't know this. Again, here I go with the fun facts you didn't know. <laughs> uh, she also, during World War II, smuggled notes in her shoes and did fundraising for the Dutch resistance. It's true, she was very involved in that. Uh, she was a fashion icon. She, uh, what, what else? She was a muse for Givenchy in the 1950s and 60s. Uh, she also had a pet deer. 
So a lot of fun things about her. So I picked, uh, she made over 30 movies, and there's going to be things on this list that you go, well, why didn't you include this? I've only got a couple minutes, guys. I can't include every movie she ever made, uh, but they're all worth seeing for one reason or another. So I've narrowed it down to five, uh, just to give you a smattering and kind of uh, what I enjoy of her career. So the first one is a thriller. A recently blinded woman is terrorized by a trio of thugs while they search for a heroin-stuffed doll they believe is in her apartment. This is Wait Until Dark. <laughs> All right, the next one is a comedy drama. The film is about a husband and wife who examine their 12-year relationship while on a road trip to southern France. And this was kind of a, a different movie, innovative for the 1960s, because it was filmed and shot out of sequence. So when they're playing it, it was not playing in a linear fashion. This is Two for the Road. Now, it wouldn't be me if I didn't include a, a musical. <laughs> uh, this is a snobbish phonetics professor agrees to a wager that he can make crude flower girl Eliza Doolittle presentable in high society. Of course, it's My Fair Lady. All right, the fourth movie. A bored and sheltered princess escapes her guardians and falls in love with an American newsman in Rome. It's the movie she won an Oscar for. It's Roman Holiday. All right, and now no list of mine would be complete when talking about Audrey Hepburn if I did not include this movie. This is not just my favorite Audrey Hepburn movie. This is one of my favorite movies, full stop. Uh, romance and suspense ensue in Paris as a woman is pursued by several men who want a fortune her murdered husband had stolen. Whom can she trust? It's romance, it's comedy, it's mystery. It's been called the best Hitchcock movie that Hitchcock didn't make. <laughs> Co-starring Cary Grant and Walter Matthau, this is Charade. So there you go. Those, a very niche list, uh, just very one small smattering. Like I said, she made over 30 movies, so there's lots to choose from. But those would be five I would recommend seeking out. Uh, so I hope you do that, and I hope you enjoy. Definitely. Thank you, Betsy. We certainly enjoyed that. You know, she made reference to yesterday being 5-4, that being, you know, May the 4th, so it was Star Wars Day, but I'm a jazz lover. For me, it was Dave Brubeck Day. Uh, okay, so now we will move on from that delightful segment to a painfully confusing and sad song about love. As Olga knew, sometimes in life you laugh, sometimes you cry, and the poison and the wine sometimes come from the same cup. Here's Poison and Wine by the Civil Wars.
How am I supposed to keep up my cheery demeanor when you destroy me with those harmonies? <laughs> Thankfully, we don't have to put on airs here at Midtown, and neither do the people of Midtown, who are still feeling murdery. <laughs> Here's the next episode of Murder in Midtown. <laughs> Chapter three, Poised to Poison. Previously on Murder in Midtown, we continued to follow Dale, or Mr. Dale as his students call him, as he plots murderous revenge on all those berating him about still being single at age 40. Hey, I'm only 39. Whatever, Dale. And number one on his murder list is his very own grandma. In the last episode, we witnessed Dale howling at the moon with vengeful rage. Was he actually turning into a werewolf? No, of course not. 
This is realistic fiction, not fantasy. The realistic part? Dale's bubbling feelings of murder deep within his soul. The fiction part? Well, that's for you to decide. We join Dale now as he's invited his grandma and his parents over for some drinks. Thanks for coming over, everyone. Where's the bush light, son? Dad, no, I made some special cocktails for the occasion. Oh, and what occasion might that be, Dale? Have you finally found a lady friend? Oh, yes, that must be it. My baby has a girlfriend. What an answer to prayer. What? No, no, that's, that's not it. We're celebrating Grandma's one-month anniversary free of her bunions. In that case, where's the bush light, son? Yes, and I'll just have some Metamucil if you've got it, sweetie. Fine, whatever. Help yourself. It doesn't matter anyway. All that matters is that Grandma gets her special cocktail. Well, actually, I'll take a bush light with Metamucil if you've got it, Dale. Absolutely not. You're not getting... You are getting the special cocktail I made especially for you. Hmm. Only if it's sex on the beach. Actually, you need that more than I do, Dale. It... Enough talking, Grandma. Here, just drink this. It's called an angel of death. Oh, it most certainly looks like death. If only you had a wife here to make me a proper drink. This looks to be more fitting for a dog. Come here, Buster. Granny's got a drink for you. Come no, here, no, Buster. No, 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 don't give that to Buster. Grandma, please. Oh, that's a good boy. Drink up, Buster. Buster! Did Dale just poison his only companion in life, sweet little Buster? Or was Dale simply upset because he worked really hard on that cocktail to celebrate Grandma's life free of bunions? Can a true Midwesterner like Dale even make a decision as big as this one when he can't even decide where he wants to eat dinner when his friends ask him? And perhaps the biggest looming question of them all, is the combination of bush light and Metamucil one that will send you immediately to the toilet? <laughs> Find out all this and more next time. Well, maybe on Murder in Midtown. <laughs> Let's get back to Olga. Picture this. She's 85, so hunched over she can barely see over the steering wheel. There she is driving around Laverne during a blizzard. She was in a duel with time and put up a good fight, but time always wins. And so do your growing children who finally take away your car keys. Here's Time Stands by Nathaniel Rateliff.
What's that you used to say? Find a love that you can wait for Or do you feast upon the weekend weary of art? I can take the pain But I can take all the hatred Laziness of mine and simplest of thoughts Are you just too old? Or too young to carry Time stands in a duo And I stand for you Now you're pouring out your hate At every difference you found Not questioning your faith, far be it from me. But you would speak of love while tying one's hands. Are you just too old or too young to carry? Time stands in a duo, and I stand for you. Are you just too old? Or too young to carry Time stands in a duo And I stand for you Now lean and use your weight That's what a shoulder's made for Carry all the dead and children from here Curses on the men And the greed that seems to plague them I can't raise my hand So I'm raising my voice Are you just too old? Or too young to carry? Time stands in a duo stand for you Are you just too old Or too young to carry Time stands in a duo And I stand for you Time stands in a duo And I stand for you Time stands in a duo And I stand for you Beautiful, Wade. Thankfully, there was a comma in that two-word sentence. <laughs> Up next, folks, we have a crowd favorite that needs no introduction. Without further ado, I give you Marin's Memes. Okay, everyone calm down. We know you love Marin's Memes. It's back. Just it's not going anywhere. her ego. Yeah, well, you know, we all know it's your favorite part of the show. It's fine. Um, this is a really special one. This is a, this is a musical Marin's Memes. We're excited about it. So, okay. Um, this is kind of a Mother's Day themed meme that we found. It's a, it's a picture of a really cute kid. He's sitting on his bed. He's watching a movie on, an, on I think, maybe his device. And it says, 
It says, Happy Mother's Day to all those iPads out there. <laughs> oh, okay. You upset? know it's true. Upset, you know it's, it's true. true. We know. Canceled. Memes I'm, don't cancel me. We all know times are hard, things are busy. Sometimes you just got to kick back and pour yourself some wine and just shove that iPad right in front of your kid's face. So, And there's no shame. There's no shame in it. Um, we've been using technology a lot lately, a little less so than the past couple of years, which is great. Um, lots of FaceTiming. Are you, yeah. do you agree? Oh, yeah. Have you been FaceTiming? Did you FaceTime your no, mom I a lot? A, I have a Google phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. Not a sponsor yet. Cut, cut that, cut that, cut that. Cut that, cut that. Yeah, you can't say that on this. Um, yeah, we've done a lot of FaceTiming. Uh, one of my favorite things is FaceTiming my mom. She's a great FaceTimer. She's here, she's here. Just a little razz. You know, sometimes, you know, she gets the FaceTime on, it's backwards, it's upside down, her thumb's covering something, and, you know, it just takes a little second to kind of get used to it, get in the groove. Um, a lot of, like, loud yelling, like, you can speak normally, like, you, you speak into a phone. Mom, she's really mad. <laughs> I can't see because it's dark, but I know she's mad. Um, so, yeah, for, for the meme, um, kind of the homage to the meme is we're going to sing a little Bo Burnham song called FaceTime with my mom. <laughs> Happy Mom's Day, Mom! By the way, welcome to the stage for the second time, the number one idea gal, Christina! <laughs> Tina! She's a pretty talented snapper, and that's what she'll be doing. She will shine. My schedule. I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight. These 40 minutes are essential. I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight. I call, she answers, and her hair is wet. Hair is wet, is wet. I say, did you? just shower. She says, how'd you guess? I say, your hair is wet. She says, oh yeah. I tell my boys I need some space. Yeah, I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight. She'll hold her iPhone 5 no further than six inches from her face. Yeah, I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight. She says, oh look who's here. Say hi to dad. says, how you doing? But I say, I'm not so bad. And that's the deepest talk we've ever had. Watching as she looks for her glasses. I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight. She'll tell me all about the season six finale of The Blacklist. I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight. 
My mother's covering her camera with her thumb. My mother, oh, it's my time. FaceTiming with my mom. My mother's covering her camera with her thumb. I'll waste my time. FaceTiming with my mom. My mother's covering her camera with her thumb. I'll waste my time. FaceTiming with my mom. My mother's covering her camera with her thumb. I'll waste my time. FaceTiming with my mom. Ah, the world we live in now, with memes and FaceTime and iPads. It's just two generations from the one-room country school without modern plumbing where Olga taught. Sometimes I long for the days where a book was what distracted us from our work. Nick, you have found something quite distracting to read to us today, I understand. Yeah, yeah. This dusty little thing was found in the restricted section of the Midtown Library. <laughs> <clears throat> Just so that my hands are clean, it was not found by me. I was not looking for this content. It was found by a, one of our biggest fans out there. It was found by Sir Tom Ashworth. <laughs> Mind you, it was also, just a little preface here, it was also given to me after church one day. <laughs> Should not have entered the church building, in my opinion. But it is, uh, it is entitled, well, actually, it's, it's a pamphlet, first of all, by Ann Landers, uh, copyright 1958. And the title of the pamphlet is Necking and Petting, and how far to go. <laughs> These are excerpts from pages four and five. <laughs> Bear in mind that necking, like an automobile, can be very dangerous if you don't use the brakes. I repeat the basic rules for necking. All hands should be on deck and accounted for. Four feet should be on the floor at all times. Count them, one, two, three, four. And now, what is petting? Petting is necking that has gone out of control. It is kissing and hugging, plus wandering hands, with one or both parties reclining, and getting all together too comfortable for anyone's good. Petting is the forerunner to going all the way! <laughs> that music just made me think of Halloween, too. <laughs> For Olga, life was not easy. 
Her mother died when she was 12. She worked at a factory during the war. And then I mentioned she had four children. But she always had a twinkle in her eye, ready to go for a round of golf or to play pinochle until the wee hours of the morning. Her life and all of our lives was and are both. Here's Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell as covered by Amelia Jones in the Oscar-winning movie Coda. Every day I looked at 
We're nearing the end of the show, which means we need to announce our newest Midtown Mug Club members. Drum roll, please. Nick's mom and stepdad, Cheryl and Bob Nelson. You did it! You did it! (laughs) Cheryl, we sincerely thank you for forcing Nick to take piano lessons until he was 16 years old. Even though he absolutely hated every minute of it. Hated it. That takes some strong mom energy. Thank you both for all your support in helping to make this show happen. Nick and Tina can't thank you enough. And happy Mother's Day, Mom! This counts as my card, yeah? (laughs) (laughs) And now the ending to our story. Grandma Olga was a woman who lived many lives. She literally had two names. Her given Norwegian name, Olga, and her chosen American name, Sally. She had her own family, but as one of the first special education teachers in Minnesota, she ended up with a whole bunch of incredible kids that became part of her family. She lived a full life of a working mom until her kids moved away. Her husband died and she retired. Then she had her own time again, able to travel the world by bus tour and spend time with her children and grandchildren. Then slowly her mind began to wander from the present day. She was delightful until the end, grateful for everything, even a warmed up cup of old coffee. This impermanence of life, be it Grandma Olga's 95 years or the tulips 16 days, does not make it any less special. It invites us to live in the bittersweet present. So, how then shall we live? Well, I'm a simple man, but I can't think of anything I'd rather be doing than this being together tonight with all of you. Now it's time to sing our closing song as we leave this friendly place together. If you know the words, please sing along. Thanks for joining us this evening. My name's Dave Holly, and I am proud to be alongside our house blend, including Marin Engel, Matt Morrison, Wade Gamar, Tyson Kahn, and band leader Nick Jackson. Big thanks to Betsy Gorham for picking some great flicks, and to Crystal Peterson for joining the house blend once again on the fiddle. Special thanks, as always, to our number one idea gal, Tina Jackson, and to our sound guy, Adam Ellsworth. Thank you to Augustana University for hosting us in the back alley, and thank you all for coming and listening. Be sure to get your tickets to the Sioux Falls Stage Awards show July 14th, where we'll be the house band, and have a great summer. Remember, Midtowners, 
We'll always give you a Grandma Olga special. All you have to do is ask. <laughs>